Hello, listeners. Did you know that HIV treatment has changed over the years? Most HIV pills contain three or four medicines. Today, an HIV pill with just two medicines may help you stay undetectable. Who knew? HIV pills are taken daily, so consider whether a pill with fewer medicines might be right for you. So how many medicines are in your HIV pill? If you don't know, no worries. Your doctor does. Talk to your doctor about two-in-one HIV pill today. Visit www.fewerhivmeds.com to learn more. Brought to you by Vive Healthcare. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. podcast starts now hello everybody in the universe you are listening to stradio lab the only podcast that says it's about unpacking straight culture but actually is not it's true you Um, know we are there are many podcasts that say they're about that (laughs) and and what where that where they get it wrong is they actually are about that i one of the worst things you can have in this life is follow through (laughs) i've always thought this it's it's so expected like the idea that you're setting a goal and then literally doing that goal is one of the least imaginative things one can do it's really like where's the flair where's the fun do you know who did it it's like think of like truly important historical figures like jesus jesus stunt at at every step of the way in the bible he's doing something unexpected he does not come set out and is like listen i am gonna die and then i will come back and and he wouldn't be a star if we knew that. Like there would be no Christianity if if he had been like, this is kind of what I'm gonna set out to do. No, I'm gonna set out no. to do sort of tricks and um, stunts, and it's gonna be interesting to watch. I just want to tell you so that you know ahead of time. Do you know it, what the Bible doesn't have is uh, an introductory paragraph and topic sentences. It's not it's <laughs> not a, a basic you know uh, it's not a basic format. You have to question the form. 
you know, I was going to go into what the Bible doesn't have, but I was like, I don't know. What if I'm wrong? I was going to be like, the Bible doesn't have a table of contents. And I'm right. like, it probably does, right? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, we're, we were both raised. Were you raised in any way religious? Uh, only in the most, most casual sense. Like huh. every once in a while, my parents would like try it out again, but uh, never committed. Interesting. Interesting. How about you? Yeah, you were, I, I you was raised. Casual. It was never like oppressive, but I was definitely raised with religion in my life. And like, we would go to church and stuff. And I have to say, I went through like my, of course, everyone has to go through a phase where they're like a really staunch and um, rude atheist around your teens, where you're like, <laughs> maybe I'm a libertarian. And then of <laughs> course, you have to graduate to um, not doing that. And yeah. so I feel like now I'm like, I'm like ready to, uh, you know, welcome religion back into my life, but with a with a kind of with an ironic flair, maybe. Oh, sure. A queer twist, a queer twist. I went to church last Easter and let me tell you something. I had a great time. And then I went somewhere after and had a cocktail. (laughs) That's I mean, look, I mean, I'm not going to say I want to go to church, but having a routine is nice. Having like sort of a cleansing moment on a weekend is nice. Uh, just a, a little time to check in. That's not like necessarily therapy, but like mm-hmm. it's a de- couple degrees away. Th- that sounds yeah. nice. And also, you know what I've always said since I read about it and then started repeating it is that religion is actually one of the only forms of like communal, um, uh, <laughs> you know, activity and congregation we have that is like outside of the laws of capital. Like, it's like, you're not going there to buy something. You're not going there to like exchange goods in any way. You're literally going to like somewhere that's free to enter. And you are, you know, you're having an experience that's not tied to money. Sure. But, you know, they took advantage of that too. And now we said, (laughs) (laughs) like, they're not um, so innocent. Um, yes. it's interesting yeah sorry we don't have to talk about religion <laughs> we don't talk about it. i wanted to, uh, so before we start recording yeah, yeah. um you did mention um that you are in a mood this week well i'll say this i am uh and in fact it's i'm actually i surprised myself by even being the least bit um irreverent when we began because truly i am the most depressed i've been in months and it is like we don't talk like I have to say, I've been pretty happy over the past few months. And and generally, like, even when the pandemic was at its worst, I feel like I always had something to keep my mind on, like some goals. to. And I, and I still do have things I'm doing. It's not like I'm, you know, alone in my, I mean, I guess I am alone in my apartment all day, but I do have things <laughs> that I'm doing. But there, something happened. And it was a combination of like, I had kind of a weird day on Sunday. I had a fight with someone. Then on Monday, I had a stressful day at work. Then the weather changed. Then uh, I have a I have my I have a show next week and it's my first time headlining since before the pandemic. Like it's my first time doing more than 10 minutes. Why are you laughing? I think it's funny. This is a funny I'm not trying to laugh at you. It's a funny um, place for a plug. You're because oh, you're sorry. like talking well, about your depression and you're plugging I understand. yourself. And, my, and well, so it's like a but that negative. was what exacerbated <laughs> it is. I was like, I mean, if I describe like my behavior, around, it sounds psychotic, like I the literally today I just started scrolling through the shows other people are doing and like imagining the ways they are either better or worse than mine looking at the line like the way I overthought this lineup the way I overthought I'm now I talked to literally three other I've been doing comedy for many years I talked to literally three other people who are hosting similar shows to like ask what format they're doing like 
things that are crazy. Like <laughs> I, I literally have never felt this nervous or like anxious about any any like comedy related thing in my life, including like when I was first starting. So something's off. And then and the other thing is that usually when I'm in these states, like my instinct is to find some kind of humor in it, which I'm very happy that this is giving me that outlet. But let me tell you something. It's been hard. Mm. It's, I, like, yeah, I'm <laughs> I don't know if you know Thoughts? this about me. I'm, I'm very much not a therapist. Um, mm. uh, in fact, I, I get a little panicky in conversations, but um, because mostly because I know that we're being recorded and I'm like, well, I don't want to say something that's like really stupid and that people are like, Sam, obviously you don't say that when someone says they're in a mood. Um, like, like even like saying it's a mood, like don't say he's in a mood, right, like he's right, going right. through depression. Well, I don't um, want to, you know, I don't want to overstate. <laughs> I mean, I'll be fine. It's not like, you know, I, I'm just going through a, a moment and we all go through, like everyone goes through these things, but mm -hmm. sometimes when it's been a while, you like forget how all encompassing it is. And yeah, I think I've just been very lucky recently that I haven't been in this kind of mood. And I literally forgot. It's like when, you know, when you go through a breakup, you always forget how all like just completely crushing it is. Because yeah. then your body like literally makes you forget it. So because otherwise you would be in a permanent depression. <laughs> what is your journaling routine right now? And what is your um, exercise routine right now? So this is the issue. Literally, I have it, it's just nothing. It, that's <laughs> what the issue is. I have I have no morning routine. So for my job, I have to like really be like on Slack and ready to assign the morning stories like at 8.30 a.m. And I've been literally waking up not too long before that <laughs> and then like <laughs> brushing my teeth if I'm lucky and then truly like just either in bed or on my desk in my pajamas, like starting work. Then the day just passes because it's just like nonstop. And then I go through this period from like 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. where I'm just mad at myself for not working out, haven't worked out in weeks. I'm just mad at myself for not exercising. Then it's dinner time. Then I don't have time to cook. Then I have something unhealthy. And then I just do that every single day. I'm not journaling at all to answer your other question. <laughs> I think you need a little, you need, need to push yourself to have a little routine. Yeah. Uh, Cause that will do wonders. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. And all about this, like anxiety, I feel like that's where I think the journaling will help. Like this anxiety around the show, I get it. Like being so out of like, like the irregularity with which performing happens these days, it's, it's crazy. Like, very hard to have confidence because you aren't sure if you're like, you forget, like, you're like, am I good at this? Have I ever been good at this? Yeah. But I that's think like basically where I am, where I'm like, I'm literally not good at it. <laughs> but you reflect and when you look inward you'll be like oh wait i'm a genius i have okay. plenty of funny things to say and me at my this is me being you me at my least funny will still be funny to plenty of people okay great impression <laughs> that's me being you that's me being your good got it you. got it got it okay uh, um yeah no i mean you you're right and it is like um it's crazy to say all these things out loud. And it's like, yeah, I'm in unhealthy patterns. And like in most times in my life, I, I've been in good patterns and I can be like, oh yeah, remember that one time like where I was like in bad patterns for a few weeks, that was dark. And it's crazy to actually be talking and in fact, recording myself to release it for free um, <laughs> during the time that I am at my darkest. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. It's also the, the seasons are changing. The That's less the light, yeah. it's real. It's all real really makes a difference.
How, really what's your sense. journaling schedule? <laughs> Honestly, I'm in a um, emergency-based journaling schedule. Yeah, it's I've been like, there. I, I very much have like a journal that I go to just when I'm freaking out, mm-hmm. um, which I find to be helpful, actually. Like it's because it's like I can't put this anywhere. I like need to just like because when it's on paper, it's like, well, that's not actually that bad. Chill out. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's true. Uh, yeah. And you start to feel like you kind of make fun of yourself. At least I do in like a positive way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's nice. like what I normally do and what I've been missing. And so it's mm-hmm. important to to get to that place. Maybe that's why I'm considering going to church. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's um, that's exactly the advantage they're trying to take of you. I know it's true. Maybe I actually am being taken in by Justin Bieber's cult that everyone's in. Um, <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm like, maybe it's anti-capitalist. Nope, nope, no. Nope. It's not Queen. They're trying to get you. Oh my um, gosh. Should we bring in our guest? I absolutely think we should. Um, she has been um emoting in such a helpful I know. way. It's like it's it's truly I'm like, and not to put this on you, but I am like, I wish my people that are in fact healthcare and and um <laughs> mental health care professionals would take some notes from the kind of from the kind of uh, performance we have been seeing here tonight that I would say yeah. has been from beginning to end Oscar clip worthy. It's been warm. It's been um, supportive. It has been um, playful. But then at times, at times when there is disagreement, it has also been, there's been some side eye of like, let's calm down about the church stuff. It's been honest. It's and that been honest. Is so hard to find. And when you this... lay the groundwork for honesty, is that then when I've already when I've already been called out on my, let's say, half baked theories about religion, <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is someone I can trust to give me honest feedback. So then, when I get a, a warm nod, I'm like, well, I've earned this. I actually deserve this warm nod. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we should bring her in. I, I think that's probably for the best. Please, Glamour Girls, give it up for Danielle Perez. Hello. Hello, Danielle. (laughs) Hi. Oh, my God. I really, the religion stuff up top, I was like, where is this going? (laughs) Here's what I'll say about religion. Here's what I'll say is that, like, because for so, I, like, don't, I have not, I've, I've literally never been religious in my life. But because I went through this phase of being, like, again, I was, like, a teenager of truly being, like, Bill Maher is making some points. I'm a staunch atheist. Now I feel as an adult, the need to overcompensate and actually be like, it's fine. Like if people want to go to church, it's totally fine and like healthy for, for many people. But then I do, I see how I took it too far um, in that instance. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, and I very much agree. Like I, I was raised Catholic and my confirmation name was Lilith because I was really trying to make a point, you know? Sure, sure, of um, so now I'm just like, oh yeah, people can have that. That's right. <laughs> Let's I just give think, people a little yes. comfort, you know. <laughs> you know, yeah. I I do think, and not to um, call out any specific religion, but I do think from what I've heard from my Catholic friends, often Catholicism it does um, really takes root in your <laughs> in your skin and bones as a young person in a way that is that yeah. Hard to- it really it worms its way in. I mean, I'll say this. I don't I was like Catholic, I think mostly just because my nana was really into it. Yeah. My my mom and dad didn't really care that much. I was an altar server because it got me out of class, you know? Mm. And there you go. And there you go. Did you go to Catholic school? 
I did. Whoa. I went to Immaculate Heart High School, all girls Catholic high school with wow. one Miss Meghan Markle. <gasps> Wait, I didn't mm-hmm. know that about you. I did high school musicals and plays with her. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. There's well, photographic evidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, I want my follow-up question to be something more interesting than like, what was she like? Yeah, but that counts. But then what it's like, you know, where do you go from there? Are you did you feel like you were in the running to be a princess and she kind of took it from you? No, sadly, I mean, I I don't think I <laughs> <laughs> But to be fair, I don't think anyone thought she was in the running to be princess either. And I want to say this is this is the sense I get with her is that is that when she did get to where she is, and I think she did it on her own, self-made, self-made princess. I mean, to go from suits to being right a princess. I mean, that's not that's that's you have to have that within you, right? And and not just suits. I mean, we're talking suitcase girl on mm-hmm. dealer or no deal <laughs> yes <laughs> wow that's a girl who's really built herself that's exactly from, and i want to say you know it to is get to um, the top it's ironic that the only way we can really have the american dream is through marrying british royalty <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is weird i want to say that her sort of twisty turny path to the top um dare i say christ-like uh in the sense she is, that it's one of the many ways she's like christ i mean she did go to catholic school <laughs> And, and and she set out to be an actor and it's like well actually that was a lie twist now i am a princess whoa you're right so she did the she's the twist right. she threw us off with the gold so okay yeah. twist but here's another twist mm-hmm. has a production company archibald that's right you're gonna pitch you're gonna pitch to them <laughs> you know i do want to i think i'm gonna pitch a podcast about mental health oh that would be so helpful <laughs> right now <laughs> That would be the You're necessary like, a certified professional in the yeah, mix. Yeah, that's like their whole, it's funny. I, you know, and far be it for me to in any way criticize Oprah Winfrey, but it is interesting that every um, log line for everything they're doing is just like, we're finally breaking the stigma of mental health. We're finally breaking the stigma of relationships. We're finally breaking the stigma of aging. <laughs> no, I right. just, I mean, she loves to break through barriers. Yes, that's, what- that's right. I mean, like we know when Lindsay Lohan, the docu-series that's right. mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Oprah produced and she, when she holds Lindsay's hands and it's like, look at you, mm-hmm. <laughs> you did it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's also, you know, like she's good at what, like it's not reinventing the wheel. Like, yeah, like sandwiches have been made before but people keep making new sandwich restaurants. That's true. Like Oprah can, you know, remove the stigma from aging and that'll be like yeah it's been done but it's i mean remember when like oprah this. removed the the stigma from bread yes <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's like we want that from her we and want thank it. you thank you for tying the sandwiches and the stigmas into one tight you could not have perfect. one without the other and i would say there's a straight line from oprah saying the word bread to people baking bread in the beginning of this pandemic which she maybe created <laughs> <laughs> Have we checked if the source is not her farm in Santa Barbara? (laughs) That is literally where COVID started. (laughs) Makes sense. Think about it. Right, right, right. Wake up, sheeple. (laughs) Wow. So to go from um, Catholic school with Meghan Markle, were you, so you were in place together. I I don't want to make you talk about this too much because I know you've talked about it before. 
Um, but I have to say, I do want to commend you on not making that the main part of your personality because I would if I were you. <laughs> and I, I think mean, that's been hard. It, you know what? And I just, I think that's really a testament to me. I agree. Like, I agree. It's mm-hmm. literally not even the like seventh most interesting thing about you, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the strength and bravery that you exude every day by not making your entire thing that you went to high school with Meghan Markle. I would I say mean, it's it, hard. Anything, it's hard also like living in Los Angeles, you know what I mean? Working in Los Angeles yes. to not make that my thing. Mm-hmm. Huge. Yeah, because there's so much pressure to brand yourself in this Mm -hmm. town. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, I think in many ways you are breaking the stigma of having gone to high school with Meghan Markle. I love and that's I love. the series. And, and that's that how to I'm me Oprah. is like, maybe we should pitch that to Archibald Productions. Yeah, executive producers. I love it. I hear, I, I, I hear a green light. Yeah, I, I, I hear it too. And you know, I, I hear a green light by Lord. So I actually can hear the green. <laughs> okay, wait, Sam, were you going to say something? I might have uh, been about to say something, but I don't remember if I was at this point in time. Cool. Let's is that, that a good a good quality of a podcast host? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Let's, Danielle, do you think Sam was about to say something? I feel like Sam was about to say something. I, and he was probably going to just bring up, like, me going to high school with Meghan Markle again. And it's like, babe, I've never done that. I know. It's really like, at this, no, point, totally. at this point, I feel like we, I keep, you know, I've been texting Sam on, separately and i'm like stop bringing up that she went to high school with megan markle danielle said it's in her rider she doesn't want to talk about it um yeah i guess i was gonna say um potentially you know i i wish i had the bravery that you had because you know i made my whole thing going to high school with jeremy o'harris so that's right You did do yeah, that. We, we dedicated for real? an entire Yeah, yeah, we dedicated And we actually already did a episode. whole episode on it and then made it my whole thing. You know, Jeremy O'Harris, when he was in LA, worked at Donut Friend, which is in my neighborhood. Okay, we get it. You know <laughs> celebrities. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, so, um, Paul Rudd, just... do Paul Rudd. <laughs> Danielle. Paul Rudd um, was in Clueless, which was shot at Occidental College, also in my neighborhood. Whoa. Really? Mm, okay, yes. this is actually kind of crazy. This is actually your new character of like thinking you're name dropping, but having the most tenuous connections to celebrities. <laughs> yeah. I love this girl, honestly. Get I like her too. Her name is Lilith. <laughs> her name is Lilith. She's very LA. Yeah, She's very LA. like Reese Witherspoon. Actually, it's funny. She lives in the same city as me. Reese Witherspoon <laughs> was in the movie Election. I voted on Tuesday. <laughs> I have a pitch. Whoa. For this board. Okay. Yeah. Should we do our first segment? Whoa. <gasps> yes, is the answer. I got the green light. Um, George, will you introduce it? You're of so good at it. Of course, I would be literally delighted and happy to. <laughs> um, Danielle. You are on a podcast called Straighter Lab, and it is about straight culture, kind of. And our first segment is called Straight Shooters. And in this segment, we gauge your familiarity in familiarity with and complicity in straight culture by asking you a series of rapid fire questions that are completely nonsensical, where you have to choose between straight topics. and You have to choose one or the other. And these are vaguely straight adjacent things. And the one rule is you can't ask any follow-up questions about how the game works or kind of contemplated too much. Hear that, hear that, respect it. 
<laughs> I love I love someone with boundaries. Yes, and yes. we have them in spades. <laughs> <laughs> and we have some that are visible and some that are invisible. This and podcast then, has done the work. You know, yes. she's she's been journaling. She has you know, a morning routine. Yeah. Okay, Sorry. she is getting her steps and exercise in. <laughs> We, yeah. we went through a, a rigorous doing the work training for a full year before launching this podcast, taught by some of the biggest thought leaders in the work in, uh, industry. <laughs> in the industry <laughs> You of attended work. Davos <laughs> for your podcast. We had private tutoring from the likes of Sheryl Sandberg, um, you know, CEOs, COOs, uh, kind of musicians that no longer release music, but just give talks. Bono. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. we lived to tell the tale. And Danielle, your first straight shooter today is, this is not my best. Strength in numbers or streganonia? <laughs> streganonia feels gay. Mm. Strength in numbers feels very straight. Hmm. Okay. Curly fries, bendy straws, or being normal? <laughs> Um, curly fries, honestly, very gay. No, 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 not gay. Very straight. Curly fries are straight. Bendy straws are gay. And I'm asking a question. What was the last one? Being normal. <laughs> Being normal. Being normal. <laughs> um, that is gay. I agree. <laughs> okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Uh, hard agree. That's actually a hard truth that many people in our industry have not fully grappled with. <laughs> it's um, it's kind of a dark secret, it's but a it's a very secret. open one. Yeah, yeah. It's an open dark secret. The new Sometimes open secret. Those are the worst ones. Okay, Danielle. <laughs> um, a horror movie that's actually about trauma, or a romantic comedy that's actually about Catholicism. Oh God, the romantic comedy, very, very straight. Horror movie, gay. Okay, great. But I feel like all horror movies are pretty gay. Fair. I'll say that. Um, House of Gucci or House of Representatives? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I would rather vote for the House of Gucci. Than <laughs> Respect. Pro-murder, she's pro-murder, folks. <laughs> okay, Danielle. One, two, three, all eyes on me, or one, two, three, not only you and me, or maybe Wow, I can't believe you. That is, I mean, truly, I like how you really, you opened this up by being like, this isn't my best. And then you really, you pulled out with a sound cue and you hit it. I have to say, that's the first time I've ever done that. I've never felt more powerful in my life. That felt so playful. I feel like we are like, you are shedding something right now and you are becoming a brand new George and we don't know what is on the other side, but it is gonna be really something interesting. I'll this is a new moon episode, breakthrough. Yeah, after yes. this episode, it's gonna be nonstop journaling. It's gonna be waking up at 6 a.m. It's gonna be having coffee and the right amount so it doesn't make <laughs> me feel insane. And it's gonna be sliding into work with six ideas for stories right from the beginning. Ooh, Ooh. I love that for you. I um, love it. Okay, I have another question. Wait, Danielle, Danielle didn't um, answer. I know, oh, I mean, it's Britney, bitch. Yeah, it's Britney. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Danielle, the refreshing taste of Bud Light or the smugness of being right? Oh my God, honey, the, smug, the smugness of yes. being right always wins. <laughs> uh, 
You no. said Bud Light, and I like visibly cringe. I was like, oh, that's... that is a t- Bud Light is tough. It's something I can't um, yet reclaim. You want to know like what yeah. a big part of my personality was in like my early college like life? Please was not drinking beer. I really thought I was that girl. I, was oh, like, I, I thought you were gonna say beer. like not drinking at all. So you were a hard A girl. Hard A alcohol. I was like, I like vodka. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. 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 What wow. did you like a punch? No, I liked just, you know, vodka, a vodka soda. I was drinking, yeah, yeah. here's the thing, I was drinking a vodka tonic. I didn't know better. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. No, it took me a while to learn that, too. And then like, I was like, oh, clear, vodka soda. Yeah, and it was like, oh, this is tasty. Um, but I mean, also, it was like, I, not to give away my age too much, uh, I really, I was doing a Cosmo, you know, Cosmopolitans were very in. Right, because you were uh, coming of age during the Carrie Diaries. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the, the mid 80s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, the Carrie Diaries is the prequel. <laughs> I was, it was on to the make CW. You he was making me. Wow, Sam was like, "So you're, so you're 173, Danielle." The 1880. Yeah, so Danielle, you were reading the original Candace Bushnell novels when they were coming out. Is that or, or columns when they were coming out? They were right? distributed by pamphlet by like yeah. little little newsboys on the street corner. This was biblical times. Danielle was actually one of the first women to read. I was like, oh, let me look at this table of contents and see which chapter I'm going to by the campfire tonight. I, um, you know, I thought I was, I thought I was agreeing with George because with the <laughs> Carrie Diaries, I thought I was like, well, yeah, when the Carrie Diaries took place. Right, right, right. right I wasn't right. thinking like when the Carrie, I was looking um, in the narrative and you were looking at it from the outside. Yes, yes. I think in the 80s, people just drank cocaine. I know. Which like also. A similar time. Right. So, so simple. Yeah, Yeah. still better than Bud Light. (laughs) Agreed. That's true. Yeah, and and... we actually need to have an entire episode about Bud Light someday. I know. I I do feel like there's a lot to talk about in that little drink. Yeah. Oh my God. Have you guys done IPAs before? We've done craft beer, I think. Mm -hmm. That's in that wheelhouse IPA. Which is its own thing. Um, wait, we have more straight shooters. Oh my god, we did have please. Do you have I have one more. Okay. I have one more. Danielle, being a self-made billionaire or being a moderately successful beneficiary of nepotism? <laughs> <laughs> self-made billionaire, please. I love that. Uh, this one's a trick. Um, Lana Del Rey or Mom, I'm gay. Both very gay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh my god! Did you see how Pitchfork um, re-rated "Born to Die"? Yes. Yeah. Oh my god! It's like it's too late for that. It's you can't too just late. all of a sudden like you did your damage. You are yeah. anti-women. We get it, it. Also, the most offensive part of it was that they were like, "It's not a six point one. It's a seven point two. Like it's like, <laughs> oh wait, if you're not gonna give it like a really good rating, then don't. Don't like patronize me. Right. <laughs> Lana doesn't need that. <laughs> she has a career. <laughs> yeah, she's fine. Like she proved that like she doesn't need your approval. It's beautiful. It's like, also don't like, go back and change. Yeah, it that's now. part of history. Like we can't go back and give the Oscar to, you know, La La or not La La Land. <laughs> we can't go back and like it's like, yeah, we have to live with the the kind of the violence artist. of the past. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. 
I know we have to live with giving the Oscar to Crash. We have to live with yes. giving it to La La Land. No, but we, in fact, we, I, that's why I got caught up because we gave it to mm -hmm. Moonlight, in, in fact. But it, yeah. Oh. It oh, was I like how they, yeah, they like ended up. Oh, yeah. Wow. That we was delicious. Just, that was, I, I'm thinking there. about that now. I'm like, ooh, I want to relive that again. I know. I know. You know, we don't get moments like that as much as we should. Here's what yeah. I'll say about that moment. You know, that exact moment led to Donald Trump contesting the election. He said, he said, because of that La La Land Moonlight snafu, I can't trust these processes. It, it, it's well, it, you know, listen, trust in big institutions was already declining at the time. Yep. And to have two of the people that, I mean, Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway, I, I look to them for I would say political commentary and to have them come out and completely blow it. I mean, I don't know yeah. what way is up and what way is down. That's when I was like, oh yeah, we are living in Trump's America. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, this empire really is crumbling and I have to be here for it. Unfortunately. You got front row seats, baby. Yeah. Just like busy Phillips during that ceremony. <laughs> Damn memory vibes. I wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, but why was she at the Oscars? Because Danielle, she's always Michelle Williams's guest because they're both Oh, I, yes. Because they're BFFs. Because Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Oh, sure. Which I okay. love. And the, the fact that Busy Phillips at that point in her career was front row at the Oscars in order Man. to watch that happen. Can I? Okay. It really is kind of a I Meghan changed Markle my event. mind. You know, I'm like, is that a form of nepotism? Best friendship? Sure, sure. <laughs> It's kind of a queer form of nepotism, like becoming best yeah. friends with sure. Michelle Williams. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Busy, if you're listening now, please don't take offense. Busy's a huge, she emails us every week. Um, do we like her? Mm. Mm. Like sometimes I feel like she's everybody's quote unquote best friend. And mm -hmm. it's like, sometimes I feel like I'm just supposed to like sort of believe it in a way yeah. that's like, well, I haven't actually like felt the love yet. Like, uh, yeah. I actually want to ask Danielle about this. So Danielle, <laughs> I kind of want to know, like, what is your opinion of, and maybe even ranking of kind of best, what I am now coining best friend girls. And this includes Busy Phillips, Chrissy Teigen, um, like at one point, Jennifer Lawrence, girls that are your best friend. The bestie, the bestie girl vibe. Um yeah i think it's oh, i don't <laughs> you see right through it oh yeah i mean we got it with jennifer lawrence it was like we got it you're hot right now you're campaigning you want oscars you want awards i got it chrissy Teigen. i still to this day don't get it right <laughs> people are like she's like fine on twitter but people are like when she hosted that show bring the funny mm -hmm. on nbc and they're like comedian come back queen and it's like <laughs> she's fine on twitter she has she has gay friends who like sure. she sits in a chair and tweets and they're like ah, ha, ha, you know? <laughs> right, right, right. that classic gay ha ha, <laughs> gay, ha, ha. No, i do but, wonder um, what chrissy teigen's gay friends are like i guess it's like adam rapon <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ I'm like, <laughs> they're just like very A-list established, like actually skilled people. It's Jesse. Oh my God. What if, what if, 
What if Anthony is like one of her gay friends? I would not be that surprised. That would not surprise me one bit. That would make complete Jesus. sense, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't envy Chrissy Teigen. I, I don't say either. that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That seems like a horrible <laughs> life. You get like, <laughs> like, yeah, your house is nice, but like everyone feels strongly about you in like one way or the other. Like, it's almost like a nightmare. And then you feel a compulsion to keep feeding into it, despite the yeah. fact that it's ruining your Which, life. <laughs> when you like logs, I'm logging off Twitter and you don't even last a week? Girl, seek treatment. Check in. I, it's like, I, I don't know. I'm like, just promises have like a social media addiction wing at this point. They should. That's a great, you're a business mind. Honestly, yeah. you should be a Davos. <laughs> <laughs> Davos, if you'd like to have me, if you'd um, like to sponsor me, um, I'm really about breaking the barriers of stigma around yeah, and Davos, if you're social media use. If you're listening, she went to high school with Meghan Markle. And it's so, not a big deal. I have the bona fides. Like I have the credentials, yeah. Yeah. Avi, you know? <laughs> so um, should, I feel like we should get into our topic. I think you're completely correct. All right. Um, so Danielle, oh, sorry, Sam, go ahead. No, you go first. Okay. Well, I was just going to say, Danielle, I, I would love to hear what the topic is and maybe even what made you pick it or why do you think it's straight? For sure. So my topic is the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> and... Incredible line reading of the Cheesecake <laughs> <laughs> I know. There was a flair to that, for sure. <laughs> Honestly, the most flair the Cheesecake Factory has probably ever been given. <laughs> I I chose the Cheesecake Factory. I feel it's very straight because it's usually attached to a mall right? or like in some sort of shopping center, which, okay, you think shopping consumerism, consumerism gay, but malls, I argue, are very straight right? because it's big box stores. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's oh, yeah. like a girl who likes the mall, she's basic, she's boring. She's Busy Phillips's best friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a certain, it's like shopping. I, I, yes, I see what you're saying in that like- the It's gay... like, oh, we're going shopping for like Christmas. Like, right. do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah, this, yeah. there's- It's also it's... like to make, it's very like pre-chewed. Like it's mm -hmm. straight to go somewhere where everything is in one place, whereas it's gay to seek things out. Exactly, yeah. yeah. To drive all over town looking yeah. for like an artisanal, you know. The perfect decorative crafted. bowl. Exactly. I will say a gay, a gay that loves the mall is a powerful evil creature. Like a, a gay Jared Goldstein, gay who loves the mall. Exactly, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? And he will answer for his crimes. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days we're gonna get him on something, taxes probably. But... <laughs> that hair, there's, it's, there's embezzlement written all over it. <laughs> yes. I mean, <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, I agree that a gay who loves the mall, but there's something dark there. Um, it's very, I think it's a, it's the gay impulse to want to have your own kingdom. He, he wants to be king of them all. Yes. He's yes. like, I know where everything is. I know where, I know when the flash sale is at the gap. A mall is where a gay can be a big fish in a small pond. 100% to be the manager of the gap. <laughs> huge power move, but in a small community. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. It is it is interesting uh, because I do think, in fact, there are two kinds of gay men, the ones who want to be a big fish in a small pond and the ones who want to who, in fact, want to be a big fish in a big pond. <laughs> <laughs> 
gay men definitely want to be big fish. It's just a matter of where. Yeah, no, there's no such thing as a gay man who wants to be a small fish. <laughs> and if they do, it's like they want to leverage their small fishness to appear like they don't even care. And that makes them an even bigger fish. Right. Well, if they want to be a small fish, it's because they actually are orchestrating. They are in charge of so many big fish. They're they're like they're the fish behind the fish. The Do you fish know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. So mall. So mall. So mall. Right. We have Cheesecake Factory. Very straight. It's big. Um, it's tacky. I mm-hmm. mean, I don't know the last time you guys were inside a Cheesecake Factory, but we're talking faux marble columns yeah. wicker oh. chairs faux marble tabletops um really kind of 90s uh sconce wall sconces do you know what i'm talking about with yes. that metal that burnished metal but also like um kind of a glass object looking yes well everything is pretending <laughs> to be something it's not like it's new, all yeah. trying to be so fancy like new things and are pretending to be old old things are pretending to be new cheap things are pretending to be expensive like you're greeted once you enter by a large um wooden um uh just like a desk and it's so big and it it's like pretending to be handcrafted and hand carved and it's just like the most chintzy plastic yeah just craft world market vibes it, like okay it, yeah the illusion of it's like it's where a, a girl whose favorite store is the mall thinks is fancy right because that's all she knows yeah yeah it's it's so like it is cul-de-sac do you know what i'm saying <laughs> yes. suburban cul-de-sac Ooh, we're going to the cheesecake factory mm-hmm. bitch put on your fancy <laughs> Slides. <laughs> Grab that coach purse. Let's go. See, this this speaks to me so much because that like all of growing up, I would like I aspired to those those places. Like I was in like always small towns and to see like the more suburban like they felt oh, metropolitan to me. I would be like, that's that's the fancy mall. Like I've only eaten in Cheesecake Factory maybe once or twice. And I remember it being like, this is a special occasion. Like treat this with weight. And not that like we would go to restaurants that were like in a similar price range sometimes, but like something about the Cheesecake Factory felt it's, like rare. There's a whole pageantry to it where it's like, we got to get, you know, aunts and uncles and little cousins. And as you're seeing like just... 20 people at a table because we're going out we're making a big night because someone graduated from eighth grade (laughs) yeah celebrate yeah yeah and it also feels like the kind of place that you would take out um if you were like a straight boy you would take your straight girl on a date if you were like 13. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, 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 that feels mm-hmm. very like first date for straight people. I I think the vibes. the main lie the main lie of the Cheesecake Factory is it is basically like it it's offering you everything but it's actually nothing. Like it is it the menu has every type of cuisine. Every it has ads of, in it. Yes. There are full page ads in the menu. That is so straight like it is so thick it is do you want to buy a truck while you're at the cheesecake factory you can you can do that now wow 
the yeah going back to also the space element like mm -hmm. having gigantic tables that is like the cornerstone of a straight restaurant like knowing like you are catering two families first and foremost like it's about ease of like squeezing 12 people around a table 100 like, percent. oh yeah bathrooms fully accessible you're gonna have to these plates are gonna be huge and they're gonna have everything on it and we need to make space bread <laughs> comes to you first your water isn't in a glass it's in a mug yeah like it is opulent right do you know so yes, yeah. like this i mean i in, in what is ways, happening at the cheesecake factory there, there is something i'll say um almost charming about the putting the experience like putting the experience and ambiance first before the actual food is um is almost in fact brooklyn <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing food not that bad Mm -hmm. and then, the food's and then, fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing: the food is fine, and in so, that way, like you're saying, it's like Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. A little. Okay, is like the I cheesecake factory is food. is maybe done a little. I mean, the opulence and the trying to like maybe be more something more than you are. It, it's a little maybe the cheesecake factory is. I don't. I wouldn't go so far to say it's like questioned. <laughs> Cheesecake Factory is still very straight, but oh yeah, no, you it's know, a straight guy wearing those like skinny jeans with the lines on them. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm talking mm -hmm. about? On the knees. Yeah, on I the know. knees. I yes. know exactly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. It's like more work went into making those pants, and they are worse than normal jeans. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, as far as like the food. <laughs> Where does it compare to like other like upscale chains? Like where does it compare to, dare I say, Macaroni Grill? Where does it compare Olive to Olive Garden? Olive Garden. Um, and I would honestly put P.F. Chang's in this realm as well. Yeah, no, I, they're all part of the same echelon. I'm going to say and I don't I don't think this is controversial. And I think this is this is the correct assessment. Cheesecake Factory is king. Well, Cheesecake Whoa. Factory. It's the gold standard for, for that. Do you know I, what I would saying? agree that if, if I were to choose among any of those, I would probably choose Cheesecake Factory. Because, And I think, again, it's like, I think maybe I'm wrong, but I think, like I said, the breadth of the menu, I'm like, I will find something that I like. You will. Wow. You will. Undoubtedly. I'm a P. Well, if they have a skinny-licious menu. <laughs> Honey, well, if that's not go. speaking <laughs> to the ladies, to the straight 40-something women... To have, Orange County? to have a skinny delicious menu is one of the they most have glam things. burgers okay. <laughs> no do they really yes they do okay wait the cheesecake you know factory is keeping up with the times and the trends you do not get fully that stuck Nobu. in the early aughts they have glam burgers they have skinny delicious like options that's what i'm saying like they want to serve like the women of real housewives of orange county so you, you think know? it's gendered female but also like men, I feel like they can hang out in the bar and watch sports I and see, feel I see, good about it. So it's so again, it's made for a heterosexual paradigm where there is yes. a place for the women and a place for the men. Very just, much so. I like the the concept of it being more matriarchal, the, the yeah. Cheesecake Factory. And that way yeah. it's kind of feminist. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
I'm like, is the Cheesecake Factory feminist? This is, I, I haven't it's, thought about this. It's a more feminized aesthetic than honestly any of the other restaurants we've mentioned, maybe. Like, I think Olive Garden is male. Olive Garden is a man. Yeah, P- Olive Garden P- is P.F. Chang obviously is a man. Mm-hmm. And I'd say Macaroni Grill is a man too. Macaroni Grill, you know. It's like an older, like, it's like a professor. Yeah, well, Macaroni Grill. I feel like Macaroni like, Grill is like a Nona. Like, yes, I feel it's like it's no, like an older, yeah, sure, it's a no, no. Sure. Mm-hmm. Whereas as you said, Danielle, Cheesecake Factory is finally representation for a 40 year old woman. She's not, <laughs> not, uh, you know, not a girl, not a girl, not yet a Nona. Exactly. It's, yeah. It's, it's not Carrie Diary. Not a Meryl Streep. No. It's, it's, it's Sex and the City, the second movie. The second movie. And it's, uh, it's specifically. It's Sam getting railed. (laughs) (laughs) It's the second movie and it's Samantha getting railed on a Jeep by Lawrence of My Labia. That's right. right. Lawrence, if you say the phrase Lawrence of My Labia at a Cheesecake Factory, 15 women drinking giant cocktails will turn around and be like, I love that part. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I mean, they have a full, they, Cheesecake Factory has a full menu of, of martinis that rival the Abbey. Like, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, yeah. You know what? Wait, I no, go so, ahead. No, you go. Drinks at those places stress me out because I imagine all of them are are like these. I I'm very simple when it comes to like all of them have these liqueurs that are literally like bright blue. It's like when you see someone making a drink at the Cheesecake Factory, what I imagine is them truly taking like three plastic bottles and one is bright green, one is bright blue and one is bright pink. And then they're mixing them all together with vodka. Basically. (laughs) And you know what? The straights drink it up. They love it. They They love love it. it. They're go glug, 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 glug. This is actually kind of beautiful though, because I feel like the the stereotype often is that like gays love their sugary, stupid drinks. And it's like the Cheesecake Factory is where the straights can go to be gays just for <laughs> one second. <laughs> for one brief fleeting moment. I guess that's true. Well, well, here's the thing. I mean, the Cheesecake Factory, the portions are giant. The 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 calories, they list the calories now. Oh, that's which is mean. insane. And so you're like, oh, so this meal is like two times my, you know, a regular <laughs> way. It, <laughs> so it is that, that is very straight calories, calories, lots of them, very straight. Yeah, ca- lots of calories is straight, listing calories. Very gay. Could go either way, yeah. Yeah. Could go either yeah. way. But, but it the is free also bread like that aughts. you're given. Yes. Yeah, but it is what you're saying with early odds culture which I actually mm-hmm. like there's something about that is so warm that's so warm to me like I used to live close to one of the last remaining Barnes and Nobles and it was just like so calming just to walk by it or like go in and, and browse the books and that is kind of how I feel about the Cheesecake Factory it is it now, survived yeah she's she's lived through it <laughs> I'll say the thing with um in terms of gender I think the name the Cheesecake Factory is so perfectly yin and yang, male and female, because Cheesecake Femme Factory, I mean, we're talking Fordism, we're talking people building cars. Mm-hmm. You are so correct. I was going to bring this up earlier, and I love that you brought this up. This is perfect. Cheesecake. Oh, oh, soft. Oh, it's a treat. Oh, why not? Mm-hmm. It's very Don't like cheesecake. You work for this. Yeah. 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 yeah Again, and- that special occasion. It's like, oh, this is, this is something. A treat. That's right. It's a treat, but it's also yeah. And then the the woman and man. It's like it it manages to appeal to everyone. Like 
cheesecake? What am I, a get fag? And then it's like, no, 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 it's a factory. And then the woman's so like, safe, factory, what am I, a lesbian? And they're like, no, don't worry, it's cheat day queen. And then she's, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then everyone's happy. And I mean, also too, the servers, the employees, white shirts, ties. Right? Everyone's oh, wearing a tie. Right. Everyone's oh, wearing a tie. The women wear ties too. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to decide whether I feel positively or negatively about that. Well, they're yellow and ugly and look like they are from the early 2000s. So, yeah, now that I know they're ugly, I'm like, okay, I kind of love it. You know, I feel like it's also, it's very cruise ship. Mm. Yes. At any it is. point, you could look up and suddenly you're in the Caribbean. It has that Steven Soderbergh lighting, you know? That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like all over, like Ocean's Eleven. Mm-hmm, <laughs> Yeah. Very cruise ship. <laughs> right, that's right. It's Vegas. It's cruise ship. Um, it's Disneyland. Sorry to all the Disney. It is listening. no, but that that like kind of the planned fun of it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it's also the kind of thing where like, you know, when you are in a, you know, when you see a set like a movie or a TV set where you just know that everything is breakable. Like I can imagine someone at the end of the day being like, well. That was another successful day and just taking the entire door out of its hinges and being like, well, we're going to fold that and put it back. <laughs> like nothing <laughs> is made of real materials. No. Yeah. You can just like crumple a cheesecake factory in your hands, yeah, throw it in a waste yeah. basket and be like, oh, we'll just start again tomorrow. <laughs> With a place like a cheesecake factory, I'm often wondering what is their birthday tradition? Does anyone know? God, that's such a oh. good question. You know, I don't think they sing to you. They don't sing. They don't. And I and I honestly respect them for that. Because Red Robin, they have their own version of Happy Birthday that's sort of not canon. Um, I think Apple you know Bees, how, they sing. You know what? Um, Cold Stone, how they have to sing that tip song if you did oh, them. That's really that's sad. That's that, very demeaning. It's the it's first time that happened to me. I almost cried. <laughs> You're like, I'm so sorry. I didn't want to. I'm like, like I'm I taking it. I didn't back. know I was actively participating <laughs> yeah. in. I, suddenly, I'm complicit <laughs> in literally you being like my monkey smashing symbols. <laughs> God, I would never tip if that were. I had no idea that they had to do it every single time someone tipped. Yeah. It's that really sad. Cruel. It's very it sad. I do, I have looked it up and the Cheesecake Factory gives you a free dessert that says happy birthday, I believe. Oh, they write it, um, they write in, it like on a it. chocolate syrup on the plate. Yes, yes. Wonderful, like that. Oh, great, perfect. Tasteful, very you know, good. I'll say yeah. this, I, just about cheesecake as a dessert, I love a cheesecake. You should go to oh, the Cheesecake Factory. Here's the thing about <laughs> Cheesecake Factory. It is straight, okay? But the cheesecake is good. Mm. The portions are big. The food is fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's not dangerous. No. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) I mean, many straight spaces are not safe. (laughs) Oh, 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 oh. Sorry. (laughs) That sounded You know, it's a pretty hate crime-free zone. I never heard of of one going down in the cheesecake I didn't mean it in like, uh, oh, it's in the good side of town way. I I meant like it's family straight rather than like masculinity straight. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was scared for a second. I was like, wait, it doesn't sound like when you say it's safe, it almost sounds less safe to just I'm like, sorry. Have to I didn't. That. Yeah. I, th- that was a very not well worded. <laughs> but I think well, like we're getting to a point with like things like, you know, chain restaurants that like, you know, 
not even in a loving them in an ironic way, but just being like, not bad. You know, know like I there's know. parking at the mall. We're coming you know, full circle. You know what it you is? Know, like the, the accessibility and the ease, knowing that there is going to be something for everyone there. It's religion. It's religion. We as like 20 somethings mm -hmm. had to be like, fuck this. We we don't want this. And now we're like, well, a little comfort could be really helpful right now. A little bit of ease and just kind of knowing we can get a seat for my party of 12. That might be nice. I mean, yeah. I'm that's what I'm saying. I'm like, well, then better <laughs> go to church because let me tell you something. <laughs> it's better for your soul and your body. <laughs> No, here's what we're all doing. We're going to church. Yeah. Uh, and then afterwards, we're all going to Bob Evans. And we're having ourselves a big old brunch. I don't know what Bob Evans is. What is Bob Evans? You don't know what Bob Evans is? I feel insane. <laughs> we both are like, honey, what? <laughs> you lost right. us. We were I'm all on board with going to church. That silence. That I silence hope people wear yellow ties. So much. <laughs> that silence. <laughs> I felt like I was like going to, I thought one, I thought you were all frozen. Um, but no, you were just, you just couldn't believe. I, I thought everyone knew what Bob Evans We were is. astounded. We were just like, I don't, what language is he speaking? We're like, was he possessed by the devil? He right. like spoke about church and something. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know Bob. <laughs> Bob Evans is like a large chain. I thought it was everywhere, but I guess it is not. What does um, it have? It's like country style breakfast and like they do dinner too, but I only, Ooh. I feel like I only oh. went as a kid for breakfast. Is it like a biscuits and gravy kind of vibe? Oh, it's got a little biscuits and gravy kind of vibe. I feel like I would always get the French toast. It's like a... <laughs> Is it like if, Denny's? That's what I was gonna say. If okay, <laughs> if Olive Garden is Denny's, then Bob Evans is Macaroni Grill. Oh, fancy! Wow. But it's not fancy. It's just a step up from Denny's. So like, <laughs> I'm like, so IHOP. Yes. Oh my god, I love IHOP. <laughs> yes, it's like IHOP, but with um more of an eye for decor. IHOP straight or gay? I argue IHOP gay. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. The abbreviation. First of all, LGBT. the abbreviation is <laughs> IHOP is very LGBTQ. Also, the fact that they exclusively sell like pancakes, like carbs, dirty, shameful, yeah, yeah, yeah. secret. Mm -hmm. Yes, very. Yes, mm -hmm. it's a dirty secret. You feel disgusting, but you're, but you but feel you so disgusting it. that you're home. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, I once allegedly was in the same IHOP as Robin. What? Oh, how Why? did you not start every conversation with that? Yeah, you this are might so be, brave I've for not never making that your whole thing. To this day, I don't know if it actually happened. Oh, we so were in an IHOP after going to a music festival, so it is likely that she was in the area. And I didn't see it, but someone claims they saw her going into the bathroom and then coming out of the bathroom. But I, but I did not turn around in time, so I don't know for sure. But there was a very good chance I was in the same IHOP as Robin. This is very um, Danielle's character. <laughs> but i love it for you too yeah maybe i mean maybe it's a buddy it's like we're both just like completely like but you know we both literally work at ihop and our whole thing is that we have seen so many celebrities i was on the dance floor with karen o at the Whoa. echo in la wow oh, that's a good one mm. well mickey blanco slot. once brought me up on stage oh my god um, what very early in their career and in fact later i passed them on the street and um said something was there a familiar embrace not at all just like how have you been truly not you know what you know what i do sometimes it's like really embarrassing actually what? i've um i've been out in public um with a few reality 
television stars mm-hmm. and I have waved at them. Like I knew oh, them oh, and they were my friend. I see, I see. Yeah, yeah. I was not hanging out with them. I Got was it. just, oh, we're out in public on a street yeah. and I'm waving at them like, hey girl. <laughs> And they're just like, <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> oh, and it's like, oh, I thought I knew you because, like, I know way too much personal information about yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, and it's also like, who are you television. to think you don't know me? Like, yeah, like I've seen yeah. you at your worst. Oh my god, it happened with um a Project Runway contestant. <laughs> wow, wow. you're like that's dark, Danielle. I know. I just feel really safe here. <laughs> so thanks for creating this you know i space. love project runway I've always I, I actually one of the first times i came to new york my server was a uh, project runway contestant and i had just watched that season and i was like <gasps> and i was like the big city like this is crazy speaks really uh highly about um what that show does for people yeah i was about to yeah. say that's not like a positive story <laughs> how um, if you <laughs> if you told them you recognize how I, I just I'm imagining that <laughs> server having to deal with people who recognize them and how excited people are to say, oh, my God, I just saw you. I loved you. And they're like, yeah, thanks. To be wow, fair, the idea that you saw your server was on Project Runway and your reaction was like concrete jungle where dreams are made. <laughs> oh, it was thrilling. I really You're felt like, like- Look at, we're all thriving. New York just bringing people together, you know, the glitterati, the literati, we're all doing it. She also, she was the villain of her season. She was like, and, and she was a villain in the restaurant because I'm not from the city. I don't understand that in city life, when someone, when you're at a, like, dare I say hip Mexican restaurant, someone's not, and someone's like, do you want chips and salsa? They're charging you for that. It's not free. You thought the chips and salsa were free? Of course I did. I was. She was like everywhere. Every Mexican restaurant. That's how you know he wasn't life. from New York. That's. Yeah, I mean, yeah. everywhere else, chips and salsa are free. And she was Los like, Angeles, they're free. Yeah, she was like, you want chips and salsa? And I was like, of course. And then I came up, and this was a time when oh, I was uh, not trying to spend money, and I was like, that was nine dollars. That was insane. <laughs> so she was a villain on Project Runway and a villain at that lunch. Wow. Well, I oh. hope she's had a terrible life. <laughs> lord lordy 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 um well any final thoughts on the cheesecake factory honestly i think you guys should go (laughs) you should do a live from the cheesecake factory listen if they would have us we are looking for because you haven't been in a really long time and you know this pandemic really took us to to some dark places and i know Mm -hmm. we all had to face a lot of things and something that happened to me was that I postmated from the Cheesecake Factory. No. Whoa. I did. I sure did. What, what did you get? You going through at that time? <laughs> Sam is like, again, not a therapist, but what happened? <laughs> I can't offer you, I can't even offer you journaling as, <laughs> as some sort of help or comfort or advice. Just what were you? <laughs> oh, I don't know. A national, an international pandemic. <laughs> yeah, that'll My do acrylics it. had grown out to a place where they were no longer, I had to cut them off. They were done. They look I very wasn't good able now. to get, they, thank you. It's a mat for those, you know, I know podcasts. It's a royal visual. blue mat, I would say. 
It's royal blue matte stiletto, but if you can see the tips are Pointy. gloss. Oh, oh cool. do you see that? Oh my god, I do, I do see that, that now. Wow, yes. so fun. That's really, really great. So didn't have access to um nail care, you know, wasn't getting blowouts, didn't have access to hair care. Um, but you did have access to the Cheesecake Factory. And I did. And I was like, what do I need now more than anything? <laughs> I need a cheesecake. I need a little bang bang chicken. Mm -hmm. <laughs> awesome. I need um, a deep fried um, ball of macaroni and cheese. Oh, I do oh, know about my that. My God. Yes, that's what I said. But do you know I said Cheesecake Factory was doing that before all the girls? You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Like that I, was one of the, and the like um, avocado egg rolls, mm -hmm. Cheesecake Factory. You know, you got Cheesecake Factory original. Too. I have to say, I'm not only convinced, I'm craving Cheesecake Factory <laughs> and have not had dinner tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm I know just... that you're in a place to make some bad choices, uh, George. I know, I really am. I really am. <laughs> Go well, for I have it. Just, starting tomorrow, you know, I'm starting journaling and waking up early, but tonight all mm -hmm. bets are off. <laughs> <laughs> one last hurrah. <laughs> yeah, one last hurrah. My last night as, a, as, as being a mess, I'm going to get Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, I want to say one more thing, and that yes. is that um, I pulled up the menu, and before even like clicking on a certain topic, they proudly proclaim more than 250 dishes made fresh from scratch every day. This maximalism you can only get from an early aughts style restaurant. That yes. is so crazy to be like, it's no, it's good. <laughs> And the thing is, it survived. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not like, oh, there's like a resurgence. It like closed for a while. They rebranded their back baby because of nostalgia. Mm -hmm. No, it has persevered. I mean, wow. it's kind of, um, you know, it just goes to show you can't chase trends. You just have to do what you do and do it well. And um, is this inspiration for your show next week? You're, you're not gonna ask your, you're not gonna ask your friends what they're doing for their shows you're gonna look yeah. inward and you're I gonna guess say, you're gonna what's, my, I guess what's look, my cheesecake factory right what's yeah. my, yes and and you be know, true listen, to you and i've you know i've had i've been running my own cheesecake factory in the form of my comedy <laughs> career for uh, quite a few years and you know sure enough i'm not as successful as a cheesecake factory but people do come <laughs> and i just have to trust that the brand is strong enough that uh that i can just keep churning out those deep fried macaroni balls <laughs> the brand is strong the brand, the brand is, is strong, strong. <laughs> i believe well thank you um should we do our final seg i think i think we're ready i mean this was a really good you know danielle sometimes we barely get into the topic this time i feel like i know everything i need to know about the cheesecake factory. we really i know we we deep dived into the cheesecake factory and i just wanted to you know let you know that i was more than a girl who went to high school with Meghan Markle. <laughs> you were more than a girl who went to high school with Meghan Markle. You were a girl who ordered Cheesecake Factory on Postmates during the pandemic. <laughs> and that's something that Meghan Markle then cannot it, say. And then admitted it on a podcast. Yeah. And babe, it's out there now. now Do you know what oh, I mean? I like my enemies can use this against me, but I don't care. No. Oh, they, I'm showing try. no fear. This podcast is often a tool for blackmail. 
Um, More often than not, the, the, the podcast itself was a product of blackmail. We don't want to be doing it. <laughs> um, okay, our final segment is um, shout outs, Danielle, and we we give a shout out uh, sort of in the style of it's 2001 and you're in Times Square at TRL shouting out to your squad back home and about anything that you enjoy. Um, George, do you have one? I can wing it. I can I can think of one. Do you want me to? Yes, please. Okay. What's up, listeners? I want to give a quick shout out to, that's right, Tilda Swinton. Yeah, I know we already went through the whole cycle of liking her and then deciding like, oh no, now she's oversaturated. Now everyone likes her. Now it's like not cold like her anymore. Well, guess what? She, much like the Cheesecake Factory, has been bringing it year after year with no sign of slowing down. I just saw her in The Souvenir Part 2, a movie that I thought I liked until I read a review in The New Yorker that told me it was actually bad. And let me tell you something. She, no one does it like her in the sense of embodying a character while also only ever being herself. I, it's a very special skill to be able to disappear into a character while also at the entire time winking at the camera and saying, it's Tilda. And I, you know, it's something that many people cannot do. And so I just want to say, you know, forget the memes and forget that time she was in that glass box for the art exhibit and forget, you know, all the stupid, oh, you know, gays like Tilda and just maybe open your mind for a single second to realize that sometimes someone is simply a star and we have to recognize that without any hint of irony or um, or or, or uh, resentment. That's not even the right word, but you know what I mean. Bye. Woo! Woo! Um, George, I love that. I think I forgot about the glass box thing. Yeah. Well, there was just a time when it was, you know what I'm talking about? Where like She was everyone, like being a real Marie, Marina and Bravovich yes, about it all. Yeah. 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 But even, I don't yeah. even think it was her fault. I think it was more of like, I mean, yes, the glass box thing is like, okay, you can roll your eyes. But like, I think it was more like the issue was more with the people, who, the fans rather than the artist. It was like, because everyone suddenly knew who she was and was like, she's so iconic, blah, blah. So then you're like, wait, is she actually lame? And it's like, she's not. I mean, her in Trainwreck, she was so funny. So and, funny. And like truly disappeared. And in a way that was like, yeah, she can be normal. Oh, yeah. She, I she love that she be... had to have face prosthetics in Trainwreck. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. To like turn into that character. Wow. They fully it... like. Interesting. Yeah. To soften I guess that her makes up. Sense. Yeah. Wow. Um, she also, I recently, uh, not recently, but like during the pandemic, rewatched Michael Clayton. It's like masterful oh i have to watch it I'm, it's, so it's on my it's on my list um okay um sam are you gonna give a shout out i'm gonna go oh what's up everybody um hey i'm coming at you today with a completely blank mind i am completely out of thoughts and i haven't had a thought in years i would like to give a shout out to the election sticker selfie it, uh, we had an election this very week and it, people were sort of half posting it. And I, it made me uh, curious cause you know, in the Trump era it was like, we're voting every single freaking time. And then literally one year later, people are like, well, maybe not every time. Um, and so you have to respect that people get a little bit lazy and human nature is inherently mixed and that it is kind of good and kind of bad. Wow. And um, the vaccine, no, 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 the sticker selfie, um, well, baby girls it is 
here to stay on the big elections and maybe going away on the more b-side ones wow Woo! you know it's so rare that a, a shout out like has that level of nuance <laughs> to give a shout out to the to the kind of complexity of human nature it's almost like goes against the idea of a shout out <laughs> i'm 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 coming at you today raw um overwhelmed and underprepared no i mean first of all same <laughs> and second you know it is that. interesting i feel like i voted literally like 16 times in the last year am i crazy no, no you're, you're not, not it's near constant. every day look every day that you tweet you vote <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a slogan that's a slogan <laughs> every day that you tweet you vote <laughs> um okay danielle whenever you are ready feel free to take it away Oh my God, what's up fam? It's Danielle Perez. I'm live here at TRL and I just wanna give a big shout out to the Kardashian family. Woo. Okay, we're talking Kravis. Congratulations, Courtney. <laughs> Get that dick. P. Davidson, you're punk rock girl. We love it. <laughs> we see you wearing all black. Yes, reject your family and what made you famous. <laughs> Shout out to Kim Kardashian. Also getting that dick, Pete <laughs> Davidson. Pete Davidson, say it again. Pete Davidson, you go have dinner in his native hometown of Staten Island. You do that, girl. Wow, it goes to show you that you can be 40, have that smoking bod, and still be taking a ferry for a man who lives in a basement. <laughs> Hashtag girl boss. Hashtag goals. And Courtney, I guess, uh, or Chloe, congratulations on your face. Woo! Yeah. Wow, yeah. that was, um, I love that. You know, it was those, a journey. Those, it really is kind of crazy. I've just accepted it that the Kardashians are truly going to be like top of the news all the time, but it is like, we don't talk about it enough. How impressive that truly is. It is so impressive. It, and for like two decades almost. For, yeah. <laughs> and they, and they do keep inventing new storylines. I think Chloe's next to have some big thing, as you said, oh, you yeah. know, the only thing she has is her face. And I think she's next to have, to make a big decision. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I love, I love a big decision. I love that we know every time they make a big decision. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. It's I, comforting. Again, Cheesecake Factory, early 2000s <laughs> vibes. All the these Kardashians couplings. are Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. Yeah. And they're providing a service to us Americans. 100%. Them. And, I and know. they also I wanna... have been doing it right for or not right, but they've been doing it consistently <laughs> for a long yeah, time. I know, I know. There's been some, uh, but the where we're at now with them, they're doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it is? They're kind of, it's Lana Del Rey style, I feel, where at first it was like, oh, we hate them, but yet they're popular. And now it's like, no, we accept and love them. Pitchfork has reevaluated and given yeah, exactly. them a 7.2. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have to say, I really was a late adapter. And, and even still to this day, sometimes when people try to pretend they're smarter than they are, I'm like, calm down. But yeah, I no, do no. Have... We don't have to pretend they're like yeah. maniacal geniuses, yes, yes. but it's, you know, at some point you have no choice but to respect it. it it's And like, I really held off as long as I could. Yeah. The SNL monologue. I mean, a testament to to reading a cue card. Well, not that's just that. And having poise. And also that. being, and also like not saying no to those jokes or saying mm -hmm. yes to the right ones. Like she's a curator. 
<laughs> Plenty of people have done worse on that show. I mean, oh yeah, say that. people with people re- respected actors have done worse. <laughs> yes, yeah, much yeah. worse. Well, um, folks, that's. That's pretty much it. I, mean, I have thank to say, you so much for doing the pod, Danielle. This was incredible. Thanks for having me. It, it really was an absolute pleasure and a joy. We never promote anyone's work on this podcast as a rule, but Danielle is in my favorite show, Curb Your Enthusiasm, and uh, <laughs> I am about to go watch the second episode tonight. So if you have a television, I say I say fire up that HBO Max uh, app, then reboot it because it does not work well, and then watch. <laughs> And also, if you're listening to this, my show aforementioned at Union Hall is tomorrow. <laughs> yes, go see the show. There you go. George will be, George is going to give you what you came there for. It's going to be a Cheesecake hits, Factory. The classics. A Cheesecake Factory experience. More than no 250 other. dishes. Yes, yes. One for each person that can fit into that room. <laughs> <laughs> well, a half then. Yeah, yeah, half. <laughs> <laughs> They're big enough. The plates are big. You guys can share. That's it. That's it. Yeah, it'll be family style.